Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me again is JD. How are you, mate? How was your weekend? Not too bad, mate. Not too bad. I did a bit of work and then uh, got to watch some supercars, which is nice. It was good. It was early, too. Yeah. Because it's in New Zealand. It's like, it's, I, it's really early, actually. It was like, <laughs> you're done, and then you're like, well, what do I do for the rest of the day? <laughs> God, no, I feel sorry good. for the guys in WA that have to <laughs> wake up pretty early to watch the New Zealand rounds. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Well, um, big news for us. This is technically our 100th episode. I know. It took a little while. We got there. We did it. So it's actually episode 99, but we did start on double zero for yeah. our pilot. We will do a little bit more solitary things next episode. Um, but just giving everyone a quick heads up. After this episode, because we host our show on Squarespace, and they only allow 100 RSS feeds yep. on it. So once we go over to 101, which will be next week's episode, episode double zero or episode one will be gone. Removed. Yeah. So you won't be able to listen to it again. Um, I'm not too worried about trying to back it up. Some shows I know that are going, oh, we're going to have like a, they've got a Patreon page where you can access to the back catalog and stuff. Yeah. Um, ours is very... I feel like our show, you kind of got to listen to it and you're not really going back to going, oh, what happened in the races in 2016? <laughs> so yeah, we're not yeah. going to worry about that. So if you do go looking for our first ever episode, it's going to be off yeah. next week. So um, yeah, 100 episodes. So thanks, man, for sticking around for 100 episodes. Congratulations on uh, all that editing and hard work you've been putting in. Yeah, well, we've only filled up this hard drive twice, so it's good. <laughs> That's good. Anyway, let's um, one milestone on to another. Davey Reynolds has signed a 10-year deal with Erebus. Did you believe it when you read that? I know. I've still got a whole lot of questions in my head about this. I'm like, that is a very big commitment from both parties as well, not just one. Yeah, not just Davey. I mean, Davey doesn't care. you got 10 years job. It, yep. We were talking about last week going, oh, do you get long service leave? If your contract's 10 years, do you get it? Well, I'm assuming you will now. I guess maybe not. They're subcontractors. I don't know how it works. But um, yeah, it, it, it's a pretty big deal, isn't it? It was really funny because there was so much talk going, oh, he hasn't announced anything, even on his own podcast, on Below the Bonnet with Caruso and AVL and Reynolds. Caruso and AVL were like, well, come on, mate. You haven't signed yet. Yeah, you know, okay. are you, is, there, is there something else? And he's like, no, I'll just I'll get it done, you know, whatever. Not worrying about it. Being really coy when he's asked. And then this news came out that he signed 10 years with Erebus. Um, he said he got approached by other teams. Yeah, okay. But he's like, no, he's happy where he is. He doesn't like change. So he wants to stick there and he wants, he likes the people he's around. So he, I guess I why not? I think he's the type of driver that drives better once he's comfortable as well. And I think that they really clicked that team. So we got a podium on yeah, Sunday, and it's it's good. It shows um, that he's been moving the team forward as well. Like like over the last couple of years, they've come a very long way. Obviously, won at Bathurst. Obviously, last year was pretty tragic at Bathurst, but and won quite a few races in between as well. So it's been good. It is. Um, we don't know the full details of the contract. I don't think we're ever going to know. Um, as far as I'm aware, I read this as this is his job until he decides he wants to go because it is. He's got a contract till 2029. Or maybe yeah. he might actually have it till 2030, to be honest. Because yeah, it's not yeah, 10 years. Not It'll be this year. So 10 years from next year. Yeah, you're not wrong. It, uh, it could be like that, I guess, as well. Yeah. We don't know. So but he'll be 44 40. when yeah. the deal's up. So we don't know if this is like, oh, it's not, maybe it's 10 years of full-time drive. It might be 
yeah eight years and then some co-driving or something eight yeah. years of a deal like yeah there's not many deals out there that have been that long there's the only, only other driver that had a 10-year deal was Lowndes yeah with hrt and they nulled it after five yeah yeah so it is something that's pretty rare in the sport to see well even like you go through the the grid there's probably triple eight probably hang on to their drivers pretty long Mm. Uh, and you've got Tickford that had Winterbottom for a very long time as well. Uh, but other than that, they all seem to move around a little bit. I guess Walkinshaw used to be pretty... Walkinshaw used to be pretty stable. Like, well, Courtney yeah. did nine years. That's pretty decent. Yeah, length. Tander would have been there for ten, I reckon. Mm. So but a lot of them move around every three or four years. They'll be off to another uh, home. But yeah, ten years, that's a... He must be good. walking around the paddock feeling pretty good about himself. <laughs> yeah, it's nice confidence for him, isn't it? It is good. It is good. Well, um, do you have any other other news? There no, wasn't no too much. other news. No, not really. Um, all right. Well, let's let's kick it off on Saturday. Okay. So, where do you want to start, mate? Well, what happened to DJR Team Penske's pace? It's definitely dropped off a little bit. Obviously, we need to touch on what happened with the Commodores coming into this round. They uh, had a fairly big update. Minor error update. Yeah. So they've had a bit added to their diffuser at the front. God, if you watched any of the telecasts on the weekend, you've seen how much they were. Talking about it, they showed you the little bit, just yeah. a little gurney flap. Yeah, um, I think they had a little bit more under tray. Yeah, the under tray is I think about thirty mil longer, so about three centimeters, uh, and they've added ten mil to the the the. the I, I don't know what you call it. It's like the boot lip. They've added a, a, a lip on the end of the boots. Yeah, it's underneath sort of the bottom <laughs> of the wing. Looked like there was just three M taped it down. To be honest, I think now three M taped down, then like Sikaflex across the back because mm. they were. Um, well, they all Marco were applying them, them. Yeah. on the on the Thursday and Friday. They were yep. all well, Thursday. They were at least all putting them down. Yep. So that that was pretty interesting to see. Looks like the feedback from all the Commodore boys is it's it's done it. Like it looks like they're going to be competitive uh, again with the Mustangs, and it's really opened it up. Triple Eight come out and said today that it's made now. Bathurst is and it was going to be a non-event. Yeah, they're like the Commodores that, weren't yeah. going to be competitive at Bathurst. But now they reckon they're closer now. They should be able to do it. Apparently, they still got a bit of issue following other yeah, cars. Okay. Okay. Um, but I think you're just going to have that anyway. Yeah. But yeah, it should be a lot more closer. Yeah. So well, look, we had two Commodores get pole position. I don't think we've had two Commodores get pole on yeah. Saturday, Sunday this year. I think it's going to take a few meetings to analyze it to see whether we've gone too far or whether we're right in the window. I think that track's a very short track. Um, it's very different. It's like, bump, well, it's like Sandown. And stuff like that as well. Gives me confidence going into Sandown anyway. Maybe Triple Eight can do their thing again where they almost lap the whole field. <laughs> How maybe, glorious maybe. was that last think, year? I don't think they will. <laughs> I don't think they will. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a pretty bumpy track and stuff as well. So a lot of suspension stuff comes into it. And that to me says that they've probably got the, the Commodores are starting to work on the single spring as well. Well, Larko went up on the grid. No, it was it? Yeah, it was Larko on the grid on, I think, Sunday's race. And showed the difference between the Tickford cars and the DJR Team Penske cars by walking up the front and Vino sneaky and he's like, "Quick, get a look! They don't like me doing this." And he tried to put his foot underneath the front splitter of, um, I think it was Waters Mustang, and yeah. he didn't get all that far. And then they went over to Scott McLaughlin's and he can get a good chunk of his foot. They're like, "That car is riding really high." He's like, it's "I can guarantee you that it would not be like that at Bathurst." Yeah. But yeah, some one of the DJR Team Penske crew noticed what Larko was doing. Was looking, what are you doing this for? Don't show everyone how much front wing we're running. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, ride height. Yeah, as well. So, um, it's probably pointing towards 
damper settings and spring settings as well in the cars with their ride height. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. But Fabian outqualified Scotty both days this weekend. I know. It's quite funny. We, um, we've had a, a bit of a, almost a whingy Fabian lately. Yeah. Talking about how the team's been going the wrong way with the cars for him and not saying it directly, but saying, you know, the cars are obviously migrated towards how Scotty likes a car and that's definitely not how he likes it and, you know, it makes it nearly ha- really hard for him to drive and how the, at the start of the season the car was more neutral and, um, you know, he, he felt better with the car. Well, I bet if Fabian won 17 races, they would adapt the car to be his way. Exactly. And, and he didn't hide behind that either. He did say, look, Scotty's doing the job. So um, obviously the team's going to go that way. And everyone was pretty, uh, how do you say it, uh, honest in their appraisal of that as well. They're going, well, Fabs, if you want them to go your way, you're going to have <laughs> you to gotta, start punching You've got to see some wins because, yeah. I mean, you're in the same car. Yeah. You'd put... But I would have loved to seen Mostert in that Mustang. Oh, same. Yeah, same. I, I'm, I'm sad to see Mostert going where I think he's going. Um, but, yeah. It, where do you think that? Uh, <laughs> I think everyone... Well, look. You know, we've seen crazy things happen. Look at Daniel Ricciardo last year. We didn't think he was going to Renault. Um, we thought it was all but done. He was staying at Red Bull and all I of think, that. I think, yeah, Red Bull thought it was all but done. Yeah, exactly. So um, maybe he can get a deal somewhere else that we don't know of. But uh, by the looks of it, he's probably going to be with Walkinshaw. Well, Tickford was really strong this weekend. Like, all their cars qualified well. They had good well, race pace. They're the outperforming the DJR cars. Yeah. yeah. And so the shell cars have obviously been the standout. Well, especially the 17 has been the standout this year for car setup and getting it right nearly every time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Tickford cars really got it right this weekend. They were really good. Um, on Saturday, Triple Eight sort of had, well, yeah, Shane that got pole position. And then you had Jamie down in 12. Yeah. It was split, split once again, wasn't it? <laughs> And, like, you know, throughout the race, somehow they both ended up being 1-2. <laughs> I mean, Well, they granted, just learned two different strategies. Yeah, and they well. both and worked they, out. They both really worked well, didn't they? Mm. I was really impressed. I was like, oh, maybe my tip for Win Cup wasn't too bad. I did think I picked the wrong Triple Eight driver. I should have picked Shane. Yeah, going into the... Going yeah, into New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah. It would have been equal. But, I mean, no one got points this weekend, so... Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. I'll tell you, that's not a loss. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's neutral. But yeah, it, it was definitely one of those, um, how do you say it? It's one of those rounds where the, the New Zealand boys always seem to come really strong. Not that we they're not doing it every meeting. Like we've got <laughs> Yeah, not facts. that like, like Clarko did a thing of like, here's how many, you well, know, New Zealanders is one. Yeah, but you've got to take out 17 of them for Scott. <laughs> yeah, and also you look at the um, the, the top cars. There's quite a lot of New Zealanders at the top as well. Yeah. So you two shell cars, both New Zealanders, the Red Bull cars, one of them New Zealand. Um, you know, those are really the top two Number teams. seven, Nissan. Yeah. You got a podium once in Phillip Island? No. Home Gardner. I don't know. Oh, yeah, we yeah, got a podium not somewhere. Sure. not sure. Possibly. I thought he got a Phillip Island or something as well. I thought Anton got it one day and then Hein Gardner got it another. And maybe. I'm not sure. Can't I remember. I can't recall. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um... Let's, during the race, all right, on the Saturday race, this Jamie Wincup versus Nick Percat incident. Yep. Why do we need to look at that after the race? 
It was pretty clear cut. Wasn't it? Yeah. So do you want to explain to everyone what happened in the incident? So they were coming in. I think it's like the hairpin section or whatever. I can't remember what corner it is. But Nick Perkat's pretty much doing his own thing. He's too far behind behind the cars in front to try and make a pass. Far enough ahead of the next cars that not really to worry about them too much. Yeah, it's just sort of following the leader into the corner. Yeah. Um, Wind Cup has come, made a move on one of the Walkinshaw cars. Yeah. I can't remember exactly which one it was. Those cars actually look really good this weekend, by the way. Yeah, I don't mind that mobile branding. I think they good. should embrace it. like Kind of like what DJR Team Penske did with Shell. Yeah, they brought that all back. They can get the money out of mobile to yeah. the whole naming rights sponsor. I mean, it's easy sure to get the money out of Shell when yeah. you're winning all these races. <laughs> so off topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, 10 left there a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Wind Cup's gone and made a pass on the Walkinshaw car, got right up the inside of him, hugged the inside of the corner, but he just wasn't up far enough to make well, the move. I think he's a bit blindsided. I don't think he really intended to try and get in Percat. No, no, of course not, no. Um, but Percat sort of turned in on him, and then they've just touched front, right, left, rear. No, the other way around. Left, front. And left, front, right, right rear. rear. Boom, enough just to spin Percat around. Yeah, it, it, look, it didn't look like he was trying I to I think that was very uninten- and unintentional. Yeah. But, mate, that was clear pit lane penalty. <laughs> like, yeah, straight yeah, up. Like, everyone knew. But see, they got a, he got a fifteen second penalty for that. That's that's less than a bloody drive drive through. Yeah. So maybe that's why they didn't give it in the race because they they didn't have a penalty they could give in the race that was. Um, maybe I, I often wonder with with calls like this whether they're doing, so they have this call, uh, and they don't want to try and make people not race too scared to race. Like it wasn't unintentional. It was a very slight bump. They were all concertina. The reason Percat was going so slow was because he couldn't pass the car in front of him, but mm-hmm. they were all propped in the corner. Um, Wing Cup's obviously misjudged it and just given a nudge on the rear quarter when he's come into the corner. Um, but, I mean, we got Hawkeye and everything this season. Surely you could have easily had a look at all of that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you're saying give me a 15-second stop go when they do a... Oh, well, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, why well, need to just take the 10-second penalty or something like that if they give that out at his pit stop. Yeah, at his pit stop. Yeah, I agree with that. I just he would have recovered really quite well from that. Do they do those penalties very often in supercars? But I haven't really seen their... No, timed, that's a Formula 1 yeah, thing, though, isn't it? pit stop penalty. So maybe that's why they added it off post-race. Which is kind of hard because I prefer it to be done in-race because it actually affects a lot of other people's races. So he might have dropped back into a pack. So you add 15 seconds at the end. I think where if, if you added 15 seconds in the middle, he might have got stuck in some like behind some cars. Yeah, and he couldn't have got past. Yeah, but here so he just managed to just drive through. And well, he had clean air, so he was obviously going to do. How quick was he though? Time. Like yeah. seriously, he did a really good. Like I know I'm a Win Cup fan and stuff like <laughs> that, but he did a fantastic job. Even with his 15 second penalty, he was still up six positions. Started 12, finished six. Yeah, yeah. I thought Roland would be happy as well. <laughs> I'm looking at him. <laughs> you got a car on the podium? <laughs> yeah. He was good. He was happy. How well, was Roland on Sunday, though? Not happy. <laughs> Roland was not happy. Did you see him? Uh, yeah. He was pissed off. Yeah. So was I. Um, well, Tickford, the only team that looked like they could take it to Triple Eight this weekend on, on, on Saturday, Saturday especially, yeah. they had two cars chasing down Shane. And Fine. they ran into each other. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting, wasn't it? So, what's your take on this? So, this is a the well, Mostert versus Waters. Waters 
so yeah, so it's once it once again it's a, a definite sign that Chazzy is definitely off to a different uh, paddock. Yeah. yeah, he's off to a different paddock because we're looking at um, the way that it was handled afterwards, which was pretty telling. We had two cars that were were racing for I think they were third position at the time. They were chasing. Yeah, Jan I believe it was. Shane, um, they were fighting for a podium. Yep, they were both fighting for a podium. Uh, one had slightly younger tyres than the other. I think it was probably five laps or four laps, something like that. Waters just come out of the pits. Yep. Waters was on uh, on cold tyres, obviously, coming out of pits. And then they had a bit of a battle. It looked quite nice to begin with. It was I thought they were doing well a fantastic handled. job to go through that first that yep. turn one, two, and three or whatever, side by side. Yep. They did a great job. They kept out of each other's way, i.e. not training paint, but still racing closely and putting on a show for the crowd. And then we got down to, I can't remember what it is, turn five or turn four, um, at the end of the, st- the next straight. And we had a, a locking of... Uh, a, a slight locking. locking a slight locking. It was and tiny. It ended up... St- they tried to turn into the corner, which was a right-hander, and Waters was on the inside. They've, they basically, um, Chazzy's slowed down enough to make the corner, but it, he's gone around the outside, and Waters has sort of continued on straight. Obviously, not being able to make the corner with the big front-end push. Once he locked the tires, they clipped wheel to wheel, and mm. that pretty much ended Chaz's race. Well, it punctured his tire, or I think it knocked it off the rim. It 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 bent, it, so it's broke a control. Oh, is uh, that what it actually steering was? Arm, I yeah. thought it was his tire that was gone. No, nah, so it bent the steering arm, so that's why it was. You can see as soon as you hit it, it was like boom, bruh. yeah. And then he had to go into the pits. Yep. And then he got caught speeding in the pits. So yeah. then he got another drive through. Yep. So and there was co- it took a few laps to fix his car as well. So he went from going to have a podium to maybe a fourth to he finished last. Last. There you go. So. Uh, pretty shocker for them but i think what was quite telling was how it was handled by tim edwards and Chaz and waters after the race when they did their interviews what what do you take away from that ah oh, the waters is on the way uh, not waters that Chaz is yeah on the way out well waters is the golden child is what i took away from it yeah as well. and i'm like i don't rate waters i rate mustard higher than i rate waters yeah i think mustard's the more complete um complete deal i think for a team that's actually Struggling, struggling sponsorship wise to Why get rid of Mostert who Yeah, he's your bankable um driver to get sponsors. I mean I don't know if he has his he must have his own sponsors at least. Yeah, but he's he's a he's a crowd favourite, so that's always gonna make it easier to get sponsors. Um but anyway, it's it, it is interesting. I know they both make have made mistakes and they both could have handled that differently. They were obviously racing teammates. But they are both fighting for a championship, so I can't see either which was implied by Tim Edwards that they should have just for a championship. No, fighting, fighting to for see who podium. gets to rock up and get second or yeah. third. Yeah, exactly for the podium of the championship. But um, yeah, I thought it was quite interesting that Tim Edwards just sort of implied that Mostert should have just stepped to the side and let the Waters go. It's, it's a big move to try and go around the outside of there. But I think if anyone could do it, Mostert would have hung well, on. Because it's such a, it's a flip-flop corner. If you can, yeah. If you get on the outside of there, then boom, you're on the inside yeah, the next exactly. run. You but then you're also then you're on the outside again the next section. Yeah, but that next corner, the way it's angled, is you're always going to come out. If you get good traction off it on the inside, you're always going to come off it yeah. better. So, yeah. Anyway, it is interesting. It is what it is. But Shane ended up taking home the win. He did. Um. You know, it was pretty good to see even the old Kiwis were happy that just a Kiwi won. 
I think that's yeah, what they're happy for. I think so. There's definitely a lot of pride over there. Um, with Jamie crossed the line second. Yep. But then did get his 15-second penalty, dropped back to six, but he still got his... He got to hold the trophy a bit. <laughs> yeah. And then the, th- they, then the commentators kept going, oh, he's got to go down and give that to Reynolds. I'm like, no, he's got to go give that one to Waters. Waters has to give his to Reynolds. Yeah. Because Reynolds end up coming home third. I thought it was quite interesting. Um, I liked the fact that Jamie, when he got out of the car, said he's going to go down straight away to have a chat with Perkat to apologise because he, he really didn't mean it. And that's nice. That is... I, I think that was that full wouldn't. unintentional. Yeah. It was just an awkward situation where he's made the dive. He's already hugged the inside of that corner. He can't move over anymore. And like, then what is he going to do? Like break hard on the corner and get hit up the ass. <laughs> it's yeah, it is one of those ones, isn't it? it? I think he could have made the move better. Like he just need to not overshoot the, the pass. But anyway, that's, that's what happens sometimes. Yeah. They're racing, you know, to the 110th percent. Mate, they're, they're fully switched on, right? They're not at the back there drinking red wines or anything. <laughs> oh, let's not start on that yet. <laughs> uh, we're about to. We're on to Sunday, mate. Sunday. Well, Sunday. Stuart, are you listening? Yeah, yeah. Stuart, you didn't <laughs> You need to know what happened. So we're going to recap this. Jamie Wincup claimed provisional pole. And Scott McLaughlin did a big poo in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> So what happened in the shootout, mate? <laughs> that wasn't the shootout. What's that? that oh, you're talking about the the, the off. The, the off, yeah. The vuck. Yeah. Well, that was a bit of a moment, wasn't it? In, in, mate, that was in huge. qualifying. That was huge. I that was like literally. I was I was actually out at the markets and I was like, oh, just sitting here. I was like, I'm just going to quickly watch KO and just had it on and I saw that I was like holy crap like yeah. that was a visible like an audible like shit I, I yeah. did not expect to see that and then like, like when he didn't hit the wall I'm like ah oh, I call bullshit on this like yeah so he what's, did a pretty good job in when you watch the in cab he's like revving the throttle like rah, 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 trying yeah. to get the thing to rotate right around you watch him get the steering lock off yeah. it and, and then, then the back on he hit the uh, like he was on the black stuff on the brakes kept that wheel straight yeah he did a really good job of catching it It wasn't just luck that got him like luck was probably a high percentage with how he went off not projecting him directly at the wall but for him i thought he was going to come across and go across to the other side he did a really really good job of how loud was that sign yeah it was a big bang it must have been really close to a microphone obviously it must be but like scotty even said he thought that was the wall or something when he hit it because it was (laughs) that loud I suppose this is a big flat object. He's just hit hard. <laughs> Smack. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. Made, made for an interesting photo that Michael took. Um, uh, put up, it on up on our, on our Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, yeah, so check that it. out. It's quite quite a good one. So uh, in that session, Jamie did claim provisional pole. Then I watched the shootout. Waters actually did a really good job in the shootout, to be honest. I was quite impressed. He'd come out 10th. Like, so he was first one out. Yeah, he was up in the top for like ages, up until Lee Holdsworth knocked him off. I know well, this is actually quite a sad thing, isn't it? Lee did a really good job this weekend. That was going to be Lee's first pole position since I think Sydney two thousand and nine. There you go. You can see why he was so amped up. But to be knocked off by Jamie, you're not, se- you know, pole pos- uh, second ain't starting seconds not bad. <laughs> yeah. Did he even get the inside? No, you got the outside run. Because he had a shocking start on Saturday. Who's that? Lee. Lee. Yeah, yeah he yeah. dropped a couple of positions off the line. But um, I think what happened? Where's Scotty? Scotty finished fifth. 
Shanga was seventh. What's this on? In, uh, in the shootout, anyway. Oh, shootout. Did you watch the shootout? No, I didn't watch the shootout, no. And I'm watching it when it was like some of the New Zealand racing was on. I was like, I don't know you people. I missed the shootout. Go back to the shootout. <laughs> no, no, I missed the shootout. I love a good top 10 shootout, though. Was it a good one? It was good. It's quite an interesting track. Because, like, it was so close. I, I honestly thought Holsworth was going to get pole position. Yeah. Okay. And then Jamie pulled out a great lap. Like, oh. he ended up beating it by nearly two tenths. Wow, that is big on that track because it's yeah. such a short track. The the divisions I think it was quite small. Point one seven five or something like that. Yeah. So Lee was a little bit like, oh, well, I thought I got pole and then I got beat by two tenths. I'm like, yeah, no, 1.7 tenths. Just under two tenths. Just under two. Um, but anyway, like I said, Scotty had the racing gods smiling down on him on Sunday. He did a little bit. Is it a little bit? Well, let's go into it. I reckon let's stop being around the bush. Stop being around the bush. We, we normally just do... We've gone away from doing race recaps. Well, this one this we kind of have to. This like weekend we have to because it's such... So... The races were pretty um, controversial. Jamie had a great start. Yep. Fantastic start. Let's um, dig in to where it, where it all goes. Well... Lap 15, wasn't it? Something 14. Like 14? Lap 14. Reynolds had a throttle cable issue. Yep. And he come to a stop. And then he managed to just keep plodding it, away. It just idled it all the way I back. I think he said he had about 1% throttle. Yeah, yep. Um, called the safety car out. Just before that, Wincup, Holsworth, Waters, Davison, several other cars as well. <laughs> I can't remember all of them. Um, had all pitted on the safety car. Technically, a lap down. Yeah. Safety car come out. Picked up the wrong car. Picked up Wincup. So, now what happened, because I didn't read the debrief that um, Cams have put out now to explain why they picked up the wrong car. They were saying because of the short track, long pit stop, a uh, long, yeah, long pit lane transit time, they weren't sure who the leader of the race was. Yeah, okay. They've only got it on their computer screens in front of them. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not here to throw shit on Cams. <laughs> Sounds like you are. <laughs> okay. Everyone I, else I is have a written in, statement. I have a written statement from Roland. What I'm allowed to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so Wincup got picked up by the safety car. He wasn't the leader. He shouldn't have been picked up by it. But he also shouldn't have passed the safety car. So, so yeah, Wincup so passed the safety car when it had the flashing yellow lights on it. Yep. Okay. That's that, that's something we need to make clear there, wasn't it? So Wincup passed the safety car. Uh, if you if you're not aware, um, most people would be aware uh, that listen to our show. But uh, the safety car can give you a green light. It's in the centre of the flashing lights that are on top, um, and that what that means is it's good to pass. Uh, I you're not the leader. We're not trying to pick you up. Continue on your way. You can go back to the pits. Get a pit stop in. We're not going to try to slow you down. Well, if they got picked up there, then they would have been a lap down from everyone else. Well, they were coming around to unlap themselves, so mm. it was going to be controversial. They they probably would have been a lap down because, well, not technically, because Scotty would have come back around and joined the back of the queue and they would have still been on the lead lap, but Scotty was about to lap them from yeah. behind. Um, yeah, it is It is quite interesting. It is quite interesting that it can happen in, at these, you know, these days still. And it didn't just ruin Wing Cup's race. It this is the thing. Wing Cup made the decision in his head, which is absolutely, ludicrous decision after it was what a dumb a decision considering he did it in Bathurst and lost the race because of it um, 
you know, he, he took it into his own mind. The team didn't come over the radio to tell him to pass. So he knew that he was not first. Scotty was first. And Scotty was actually in the pits. Safety car tried to pick him up on the rear straight. Um, and he's going, well, no, you're going to ruin he my slow, race He here. said he slowed down and gave Waited. him a chance to turn the lights on. And they didn't. And he just went. And Holsworth almost did the same thing. Yeah, exactly. He was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm staying behind. Yeah. Because then it got all this confusion. Like... Because then they're going, oh, Wincup's the leader and he's down and how's he here? And then they let half the other field go and then that caused everyone to, everyone they let go end up going to the back of the grid, but it ruined everyone's race. So what they ended up doing by doing it, but was they picked up second through, I can't remember how many it was. It was like... They let like seven cars go or something. It was, was, yeah, but the, the places they actually picked up was Lee Holdsworth was sitting in like third or fourth. Wing Cup was sitting in second at the time. Mm. Like they picked up all these guys that had done pit stops. We were, were in commanding position. There was two Tickford cars that were in the top five. Well, you had three of them. the other was like sixth. You had Wing Cup, Waters and Davison. Yeah. And they were all at the front. Um, it just, it was such a, a really poorly handled situation too because after wing cup went past they went oh well we've got to let instead of what they should have done is just gone well we've stuffed it um we need to like reset the grid go back a lap or anything i know they can't do all these things but some common sense needed to come in here because it was we kind of ruined half of the people's race that were going to win the race or be at the front of the grid most uh waters come out and said it's embarrassing to award points to this race it is slightly isn't it like, it really is. It's one of those races where you come away from. We actually would love to hear your views on it. If we had a couple of people actually message us, said, not nah, take points away from this race. Yeah, so it is quite interesting. Cause it's it, like, that's a big call. It is a big call, but it's it's a bit of a letdown, wasn't it? Or, like, nothing against Scotty, but he probably shouldn't have won this race. Well, Scotty was, con- like, fighting for third. Scotty was fighting for third. Third, was it? Yeah. That's yeah. where I reckon he was fighting for. Him and Shane were fighting for third. And you, well, really, fourth if you had the other Tickford cars and Win Cup. Yeah, it's it's a really hard one. Win Cup did this to himself, though. Win, yeah, I, agree. I, I I will say that Win Cup was handled this really piss poorly for someone that's won so many championships, and he's been there, done that. Obviously, with the safety car incident, Bathurst. I, um, it sometimes he gets hot headed. He's a bit like Vettel, and it's like something gets in his head, and he just. He gets angry and he just pushed through. It's like, no, common sense needed to prevail here. Don't pass it because you're going to get a penalty. Admittedly, he did say after the race, he's like, oh, what did I come? 15th with a drive-through penalty. That's where but he was going to come anyway. He's like, I was going to come like 15th or 10th or something if I didn't. Yeah. It's like, it's on them. They should have just straight away put the green light on and let us all pass once they realized what was going on. But they waited too long and let the pack all com- combine press. up. Yeah. And all these other guys got to do their fuel under safety car where all, all these other guys didn't. So this is now opening the debate of do we ban pit stops under safety car? No. Yeah, well, see, this, that's been a long time debate because some categories do do it. No pit stop under safety car. I like pit stop. I like pit stop under safety car. I think it's a bit crazy that we bust out the safety car and then people do like qualifying pace to get into yeah, the pits. Like they only have to be, I don't know what the actual measurement is, but it's like they have to be maybe two tenths a sector or something under what their yeah, normal race pace, race pace is, is to prove that they're slowing down. It's, it, it is a bit ludicrous that we have people going out on track 
I understand most of the time they wait for the safety car to catch the the grid mm-hmm. up before they'll send all their crews out with cars, etc. But it is it's it's it, we do sort of get this race race you to the pits mentality when the safety what car comes. What about out. a virtual safety car? Well, it's been a big topic in our chat that we have um, well, in our breaking late chat. Where we, why couldn't like for it, and it is really for two for cars that are clearly like one. I don't get why cams were like oh well they could have been danger ahead that's why we kept it yellow we knew that davy reynolds was back on the move before the safety car even picked up the leaders at all yeah yeah i think what they were saying is what the reason he got penalized so heavily was because if the if, reason those yes, lights are on i know is, is he doesn't know he doesn't know you can come around the corner there could be three cars blocking the road and he's going to plow into them yeah exactly or there could be crew up on the road ahead and they're trying to slow everyone down to try and hold you back so that you don't run up and there's a guy with a you know a broom or something brooming the and I understand that but race control could have clearly seen that that other the, the number 9 who was on the move again No no I know that but I'm saying that's why they they penalized Wing Cup because he didn't know that Yeah and he still took that risk that's why they penalized him They don't they knew that there was nothing wrong and they knew they'd stuffed up but Wing Cup taking the risk of going past them was... They've got to set an example. It's they a do. pretty big breach. So, And obviously, they're trying to clean up their own mistake by penalising... They haven't even admitted it. it. <laughs> I know. It is quite funny. We haven't done anything wrong. Yes, you did. You've ruined like heaps of people's races. I know. Taking Jamie out. Jamie ruined his own. All right? But Tickford, I feel sorry for Lee. Lee is fuming. I actually seen another post, uh, I think it was today, where he's still going on he's about it racing for his job cars etc well it would have been his first podium for yeah like 10 years it would have so. been a good thing to go like oh guys you know you gave me this drive i've got you a podium yeah got a second or a third or whatever yeah it's, it's a real shame because it, it was you know it looked like he was definitely on for a podium he had the pace in the car that day so do you think we should put in a v like a vsc for something like cars breaking down Slow moving on the track. We need to look at the viability of it and work out how we're going to do it properly. But yeah, I do think so. I think something like uh, Reynolds' car that really wasn't a problem. Like they're probably that would that's why we needed it because all you need to do is just slow the cars down to a reduced pace that they can clearly see that there's a limping car there. Yeah, and then you know you can get you go around him. We didn't need to bunch the whole field up into like the big snake of the race cars that we've got. Admittedly, I love safety cars because I love the restart. I love, I hate when our races get all blown out and we've got two seconds to the next car and then two seconds to the next car and then half the field ends Mate, up We're about to wrapped. go to Bathurst. There's a 161 lap sprint yeah. with like three safety cars in it. Yeah, exactly. And in the last few years, we've been finishing with less than 10 seconds between the leaders. Like mm. it's, it's pretty good. So, that's what I enjoy. I enjoy close racing. I enjoy the safety cars when they do happen for that. Um, but yeah, I also think... I mean, if someone's in the wall and we need to properly clean up, yeah, bring yeah, out the course. real safety car. Course, yep. But if you just got a slow-moving car... Formula 1 are handling it pretty well. There was a few kinks that need to be ironed out. I think they've done it a bit because there's a few times where people will... Get, like, and it's always going to happen where people get a strategic advantage of where it finishes. Mm. Um, so yeah, so... Like, you know, you, if it finishes for you and you're midway down a long straight, 
you're never going to get you're not going to get the top speed. end speed. But also the sa- the virtual safety car doesn't class the pits, the in and out lap. The exactly. So there are faster. advantages there as well. So should we award points for this race? Oh, that you put me in it there. I think no. I think the right thing to do is for camps to make a bit of an We've apology. We've got until October for them to take, do this. And take points off the race. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I think still, still keep the race win. No different than Tasmania. Yeah. Class it as a, 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 a race win, etc. Um, So it still goes to all the boys' stats. But yeah, I think. Take points away. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to affect Scotty. I don't he, know. He Will said, he still win? Oh, I don't know. He's only got 598 points at the moment. No, yeah. 89 points. He said his goal was to hit 600 points before Bathurst. And then he knows he can go flat out and just actually not worry about the championship and just try and what's, win that race. What's the next round now? Bathurst. It is, it is Bathurst. Yeah. Second week of October. Well, we're pretty close to 600 points. So hopefully, too he, off. Hopefully he goes Maybe high. if he loses 150, you know, he'll be like, oh, let's <laughs> not try and win Bathurst because you can't <laughs> win them all, Scotty. Yeah, but if he loses 150, everyone who's racing is going to lose points as well. So he'll still be a substantial yeah, yeah. amount. It's like, well, you know, the whole total is only yeah. slightly less. Um, but yeah, it's. I think I think the points should be taken away. I'm not going to lie. I lost interest in this race once I actually worked out how many people were affected by it. And it was just like, well, there's no point i think the yeah. people that like shane and scotty i don't think we're going to win that race yeah yeah waters uh Chaz actually summed it up nicely when he said this trophy is not for me this is for lee this is holsworth's trophy I, he's uh, like, I shouldn't have won this race i shouldn't he, be on the podium he and he was very adamant about that like he didn't just say it in passing once he's like i'm going to take this to lee like this is his trophy this is not mine it doesn't feel right mm. and uh, uh, that's shows what type of person Chaz is so and it's not often that you get Tim Edwards and Rolling Dane all agreeing on the <laughs> same thing. No, there was. A I was like at the start, I'm like, "What is Tim Edwards doing in Roland's uh, in the Red Bull garage?" I'm like, "Oh, he is giving it to Adrian Burgess." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was a double cock up, obviously, by when they let everyone through, that kind of double handled it again, and compounded the 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 problems. But once the problem had happened, I guess that came with stuff well i watched i watched a video this morning of the abu dhabi 2011 race where dick johnson not dick johnson was that one steve johnson yeah the safety car came out and it should have been frosty wind cup dick johnson uh steve johnson yeah somehow steve got ahead of wind cup and then would not let him pass And like Wind Cup's like trying to get up the inside. Bruton's like, <laughs> Steve's just like moves across. And it wasn't until race control actually got in there. So the correct order should be number five, 88, 17. Yeah. And then they drop back. And people are like, oh, look, you can do that. And I'm like, yeah. There's one thing for one car to be out of position. Yeah. When you've got like eight, it's really hard. Yeah. And how do you really call that because it was more strategic thing so what they were doing was just going a lap back and counting but what happened with pit stop times with how much fuel people got it there was no way to really reset it because 
if you said, all right, everyone just go and fuel your tanks. We only done 14 <laughs> laps, right? Everyone pit in. But it's, we're going to go back to the grid. We're doing it. We're starting <laughs> Start again. <it> again. <laughs> <laughs> We've yeah. done less than half race distance. Let's go. This relaps now. 70 lappers. We'll take 14 laps off of it. We'll just start <laughs> <laughs> starting for race position again. Oh, there'd be some angry people. Yeah. Actually, one thing that was... I can't say it's, it's good. I liked the fact that um, young Todd Hazelwood did a really fifth, good job. Mate, fifth. Yep. He did. He was up. How many positions he make? On uh, on Saturday, he started twentieth and finished fourteenth, up six. And then on Sunday, um, just learning it now. Up six again. Yeah, yeah, really good job by him and Matt Stone. Um, his team they absolutely got the most out of it, and obviously they were a bit fortunate with what happened. But he had pace all weekend, mm. which was good. So was Simona too. She got a top 10. I think that's her best result in supercars since she's started. There you go. So it's good. that was pretty good. I was like, it was, yeah, it was a double-edged sword. I was annoyed that you look at it, like all of these drivers. So I'm like, Will Davison, Cam Waters, Lee Holsworth, Cup. I don't think Courtney got caught up in it. Probably Slade. Slade did, yeah. Hyde Gardner. Anton had an issue. He got a drive-through or something. Um, yeah, those guys. So you had one. I think even Fab's got caught up in it too. Yeah, Fab's. Anyone did. here that's down significant numbers, down eight, down five, down eleven, down thirteen, down fifteen, down six, down six. They all got caught up in it because then you see these guys here. They're all up a lot. It was. It's hard. I think maybe points probably shouldn't have been awarded. Hopefully, Cam's do at least issue an apology to everyone and said, yep, we messed up. Because at the moment, so Jamie gave him a spiel straight after the race. What's your take on that? Um, yeah, well, do you want to, have you got a quote there of what he actually said? Because uh, it was it was pretty um, straight to the point, I guess, in a roundabout way. <laughs> Speaking after the race, he stated, the problem is you've got all these drivers, you've got everyone... This is our life, you know, we're pushing bloody hard and you've got people making the decisions that are just cruising back, having a few glasses of red each night and rocking up to the track with their brains, not with it. We're not operating at the same level as what the teams are operating at. Mm. Slightly controversial, I'd say. <laughs> Look, he I had every right to be pissed off. I just don't think he could have... I don't think he should have gone into the detail he did with um, slinging mud, if you know what I mean. With going in there, they're not taking it seriously. They're going home, getting drunk, etc. Yeah, that was too far. He needed to just say they didn't handle this properly. This is there been a history of them not handling stuff properly. We need to sort it out because us teams are working to a hundred, two hundred percent. Like they every every i is dotted, every t is crossed. Like they're doing everything in, in their capable powers to make sure the team runs well. And the cars are fast, and the drivers are 100% tuned in. Um, he's saying the motorsport obviously needs to be at the same level from every aspect. Everyone. Um, he's, he got a basically Cam that said to him, Well, can you please explain your comments? I'm like, Oh, no, pretty straightforward. Yeah, I don't think there was much to explain. Um, <laughs> he didn't leave much in the grey area. He's come out today and he's released a statement. He said, Now that the heat of the battle has subsided, I've had a chance to reflect on Sunday's race. Without fail, um, um, I without fail give 110% in every race that's inevitably leads to passion running high. 
The passion spreads throughout the whole team and we've worked incredibly hard, put ourselves into a great position on Sunday. I have to ask myself today though, were my comments post-race helpful? The answer is no. I I am a big believer in helping people do their jobs to the best of their ability and what I what I should have focused on instead of criticizing. So while I know that I wasn't the leader of the race, despite my engineers con- um, confidently telling me over the radio to not get held up by the safety car, the lights in front of me were orange. Every athlete in the sport needs to follow the directions of the officials, whether they feel the correct decision was made or not. I recognize in the role that I'm a role model and that it's a crucial point that we make to the kids watching this um, passing safety car and going against the officials. Decision is not the way we should play. In hindsight, I wish I made a smarter split, speci- split second decision. I would like to take this opportunity to thank all of, all of you that watched Pukakoe on the weekend, um, both on the track and on TV or online. Um, it was a cracking weekend of racing and that really showed the current strength of our amazing sport. He come out and was like, oh, come on, Cams, don't find me now. I've said sorry. <laughs> without saying sorry. He said sorry <laughs> without saying sorry. I think he's done enough, but I think that's correct. I think you need to understand that these people are in the heat of the moment. And yeah. it goes back to what Vettel said many what, years ago. What Wind Cup said on TV is probably nowhere near as bad as what Tim Edwards said behind closed doors. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, he was fiery. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a big event. Um. So, well, hats off to Scotty. Scotty's, yeah, he's well, getting he's now the, got the, the, record. the record for most wins. It was good to see him do it at home. It is pretty special, that isn't it? Mm. I didn't think about that until obviously he said, "Oh, I wanted to do this at home." He but said he well, forgot about it. Yeah, nah, I think he genuinely. I think he did. did yeah. yeah, I think he was ha- happy to win the race. He yeah, I don't think he static. didn't expect to actually win the race. Yeah, and then. Didn't actually cross his mind. Yeah. Say those cars weren't weren't on pace. No, they didn't have the setup right on the weekend. Um, obviously, uh, for some reason they just didn't have the cars in the window. Yeah. Bathurst next though, mate. Pretty excited. I mean, well, I our am. next supercar race we got a Formula One round before then, I think. Yeah, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we've got a, a good Formula Run. We've got Singapore next. Yep. Pretty special one. So I sent you a message pretty early. I know. I actually, uh, I've got a protest. Why? Because I let you choose first last week. I first the week before. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, you, uh, you go. Uh, I, I didn't choose, all right? <laughs> I got a message from Mitch going, I'll lock in Verstappen. I, I, talk, I talked to Jess about this today, actually. <laughs> you can't have a brain's trust. Uh, no, no. I'm like, I'm going to raise the topic of who's going to choose and I'm going to say, I'm going with Verstappen and who are you guys choosing? <laughs> I'm gonna get in first. <laughs> I like. You I'll feel go... it out when when Michael's bringing the subject up, and I'm gonna say, I'm going with Verstappen. Who are you going with? <laughs> I don't look. It's it's it's, it's hard because either night when Mitch messaged me saying he's going Verstappen, I, I was like, everyone just needs. Oh to mate, we're all gonna fight. Well, you either no one gets a point, or you risk the other two getting points. Yeah, you see, and I'm I'm going. I'm trying like whoever you go, I'm going. <laughs> nah. Well, well, because if you we're go, not. you know what? I'm well, going to go Charles. See, I, I, I my discussion. Have you locked it in? Yep. Okay, I would never go a Ferrari <laughs> because they got shit downforce packages. I year. know that they're only low downforce cars. Maybe the two Red Bulls might come into each other. Well, this or is something. what I said to Jess. So and I said, I think um, Charles could do three in a row. I think. 
um, Albon. I think um, Alex. Oh, that might be. Alex a good could tip. do a good job, but I don't think he can beat uh, Max. I said that. the only reason I think uh, Albon will obviously get second or third behind the Mercedes is if Max takes out a Mercedes or get they tangle because they're battling. Because I think it really the race win will be up to. If you were going to say race win, I think it'll be either Max or Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Max or Hamilton. Easy. Because of the downforce packages. They've got really good downforce this year. Both teams have really worked those cars out with their high downforce packages. You look back to Monaco, they were both doing pretty Ferrari's good. got 55 bra- more brake horsepower than both those other cars are. It doesn't help in that track, but <laughs> for years, they, like even uh, Red Bull in the last couple of years have not necessarily run their newest engine there. Mm. So, I, I Where know. When was the last time Ferrari won there? Sebastian Vettel well, got polled two years ago. I was about ago. to say, Ferrari's actually, it's not the worst track for them back in the past because Mercedes, it was a bit of a bogey track. They kept having, uh, was it Mercedes? That, yeah, had the electrical issue and the yeah, steering yeah. wheel issue the year later. And like, it was just never ending. They seemed to go to, for some reason, the humidity or something. And there was something. Rain the other year, two years ago. Well, they also, the, the underground goes right underneath the track and something to do with the magnetic frequency played up with quite a lot of the cars ah. back when they first went to the hybrid era. With so the batteries and stuff. Well, I didn't know. It was, it was playing up with engine mapping and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So they've had to shield a whole lot of more sensors. Anyway, it's a bit technical. But they, um, they Mercedes had a lot of dramas with it and quite a few teams did. So. All right. Well, here you going? Uh, uh, Max. Max. Yeah. So. I'm going the safe one. Yeah, like, I'm safe. All right. So. It's almost around where I reckon you could choose a... A Mercedes, but I'm not going to let you. <laughs> Bottas. Because <laughs> I think, it'll, honestly, if you're going to put money on it, I think it would be, it'll be either Max or Hamilton. I'm going Leclerc because I'm not going Max. I, I don't agree in us picking the same drivers. <laughs> Look, you can you and Mitch can pick the same drivers because it's, there's not that many rounds left. saying Mitch can't win. I think Mitch can't win. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> you look. I seen you counting on the board then. <laughs> yeah, nah. You, you definitely having a good look there. If he, he's on four points. He's on four. You're nine, and I'm ten. Yeah. Interesting. I don't even know how many episodes we got left for the year. So who knows? Uh there, there, there's still enough. He could definitely win. Oh, yeah. I just. You look at um. Like supercars would have at least. Six races, seven races. Sand down Sand two down. races. Sand down's one race. They're two two fifties, aren't they? There's a one five hundred now. There's a race to the grid. Ah, uh, okay. Which is a technically a race, but are we gonna put money on that? Are we gonna tip all the co drivers? Well, no, because then you gotta start going through all the co drivers. Makes it a bit hard. Forward. <laughs> you reckon Bryce will win in the the Nissan? Where was he? Where did the Nissan finish? I thought that uh, Nissan actually was on the front row in Sandown last year. Where was it? I they thought Dale Wood got up there. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought he like come second or something in the race of the grid last year. Possibly, possibly. I anyway, don't know. it doesn't matter. You've got Sandown and then you've got Gold Coast, which is two races. Yeah. See, I find that weird that all the other Enduros are one long race. And that Gold Coast is split over two. Yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? I always found the Gold Coast was like a, a bit of a weird one. 
Yeah. Like it's a three, two, three hundreds. It's not really. It's not really. It's more like a sprint race. Yeah. It's like a Adelaide. Yeah. Um, And then what have we got after that? Then you've got Newcastle. Go anywhere else. Is it? Surely. Oh, I've got. I don't have to look at my phone. We just go to the calendars here. <laughs> um, calendar. So we've got Bathurst, Gold Coast, Sandown, Newcastle. That is it. Okay, so not there. One, else. two, three, four, five, six. So six supercar round uh, races. Sorry. Yeah. And Formula One will have another. Five, I reckon. Got obviously this weekend. Well, here we just bring it up. We bring it up. We bring it up. So we are here. Singapore, 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 Russia, Japan, Mexico, America, Brazil, Abu Dhabi. So we got seven, seven races. Mitch is Mitch in it. Mitch is in it. Mitch is in it, mate. Mitch, you're still in it. Mitch, I hope you're listening, mate. <laughs> You're you well just can't pick any of the drivers that we're picking. <laughs> <laughs> well and truly in the window. There you go. Mate, we've, we're not very good at picking, are we? No, we've, there's <laughs> been a lot of races and we've only got... Oh, that's not bad. If you look at that, that's 23 points. Yeah, that's so 23 wins out of however many races and stuff. Well, I guess if you look at a supercar weekend, but some meetings, we've yeah, got yeah. three races. No, two. We don't have three races Isn't anymore. Wasn't there a sprint round this year that we had two on a, th- a Sunday? No. Never. 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 Okay. Not anymore. Oh, no. It's always shootout Sunday. Shootouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't give points for shootouts. Roger. All right. Well, so you're going Max. Mitch is going Max. I'm going Charles. We got Singapore next. That's gonna be fantastic. Can't wait for it. We got close titles, and we got the S five thousand TCR and everything. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. I yeah, can't I'm wait to see to that. I Some more drivers were announced. Should be good. Yeah, really looking forward to the the. I think it's called the Shannon's Nationals. Yep, Shannon's event. Nationals, and, and I think you can live really stream cool. it on shannonnationals.com.au. Yeah, well, that's it's <laughs> the the roll call they've got TCR. The the formula, the super threes, like it's There's just the TCM as well. I, I don't know actually, because you know TCM now is owned by Australian Racing Group. I think they are. I'm pretty sure TCM's there as well. Can't remember now, but uh, they, they've got a really really good list of um, categories that are going to be doing it. But so I can't wait for that. All right, well we're going to wrap it up there. So thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Um, if you have anything else you want to write in or let us know, you feel free. You can hit us up on email, breakinglate at gmail.com. You can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash breakinglate. You can leave a comment, send us a message, either either, whatever you want. I'd uh, like to throw a shout out to Dan for putting that funny video oh in yeah. the comments. That, that was, was it. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I showed JD just before we started recording. I'm like, oh, check this out. This is pretty funny. It was well done. It yeah. was. Yeah. It was really good. I like the part where they're like, the only must thing we can pass is the safety car. It doesn't count. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you, if you want, go check out our website, breakinglate.com. And we'll see you guys next week after the Singapore Grand Prix. See Peace. ya. Catch ya. Bye.